Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to a day of prayer this morning Bible study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today, and just thank you for providing for us and everything, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your instruction, Lord, so that I can do exactly what you want us to do, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. And welcome to our a Day of Prayer Bible Study. And our continued discussion in the Word, and right now, our study in Acts. I'd just like to, to thank everyone that's that's here for being here and listening, and I'd also especially like to thank the partners for being such a blessing to us mm-hmm. through your prayers, through sowing into the ministry, and by liking, sharing, and subscribing to ensure that the, the gospel goes forth to the four corners of the earth and that the Lord's house is built is of extreme importance. So thank you for your your heart and your obedience to the Lord, especially as it pertains to this ministry, as we and others are immensely blessed. And it is helping to fulfill the, the call for the ministry. So thank you for partnering with us and helping to be a blessing to others and ensure that they grow in knowledge and relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. So thank you. And now, if we're ready, Let's get into the word, shall we? And this morning, with that, can I get a volunteer to read in Acts 7, verses 54 through 60, please? I will. All right, promise. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of God, and said, Look, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the, fo- at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on the Lord and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried, out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge him with this sin. Mm. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Mm. Amen. Amen. So there's a lot in there, and mm-hmm. um, we're, we're going to, I'll say, break a little bit from our normal custom. And we are going to open up the floor up, but um, just a, a few things, the leftover, if you will, from the previous episode. We were discussing about seeds being sown. And Paul was probably did not see the Lord standing up for Stephen. So you're saying we're, you're referencing the Apostle Paul? Yes. At this time is Saul. His name is Saul right now, but after his time with the Lord, his conversion he yes. is known as which Paul. you see in Acts chapter nine. Yes. Um, the the change and the transformation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now we also discussed in there. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. We discussed yesterday how there's a of significance, and this is part of why this this matters. Because 
Paul does not bring up this incident as, I'll say, his defense, for lack of a better way to phrase it, in his apostleship at any point in time. And part of the qualification for being an apostle at that time was that you had not just a relationship, but an encounter with the physical being of Christ. And so when you say he doesn't bring up this incident, so he's not, he does mention that he was consenting to Stephen's death. Absolutely. As he speaks later on in, in his epistles. But what you're saying is he doesn't stake he saw Jesus at this time. Correct. As his encounter with the Lord. Yes. Okay. So, um, since we are, and so we're going to walk through some scriptures to kind of demonstrate those things, right? Um, and, and it's important because there is an, an element and aspect of his apostleship hinging on this encounter, right? So, but then also the conversion and the transformation. So his apostleship is resting on the Damascus Road encounter, not the one we're talking about here in Acts 7, because he likely did not see the Lord. Correct. Jen, so, and, and, and like you to clarify, you're... You're stating this saying that had anyone that was there when Stefan saw what he saw, they if they had looked up, they could have seen it. No, I believe they could not have seen it. Okay. Be, because they were in opposition at the time. They had shut their ears, as we just read, or promise just read. They had closed their ears. They were cut to the quick or the core, and they were in opposition, right, um, to the Lord jealous envy and full of indignation and it is highly probable that stefan's proclamation declaration of look i'm seeing this only further emphasized their hatred towards him and now there is the the element of they could accuse him of blasphemy and stone him which they had already they'd already determined to do exactly so, so, there's, so there's a couple different things. Um, and my love, before you in, yes. enter there, either way, the Lord shows himself to whom he will. Amen. And when Jesus made himself known to the Apostle Paul, he was in fact in opposition. So whatever is happening, if and when God chooses to reveal himself to someone, that's his business. And Amen. he will do that. And we can't determine if he will or if he's able to or allowed to or does or doesn't. That's between God and the person that he is engaging with. So um, what you're stating is conclusions that we can look at through the word that says he did not see Jesus at this time. Right. He, he makes, talking about? When, when it comes down to, I'll say, his, his defense and, and even preaching of the word, he makes no mention of seeing Jesus at this time. Right. Okay. And yes... Of course, we could go to Acts chapter 9, and because, but because we're going to go and discuss that here, you know, um, s- relatively soon. Uh, I don't have the exact time, of course. We don't know how many episodes till we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to skip ahead in Acts to chapter 22. Okay. Let me just find my place real quick. Acts 22, what verse? Um, and actually, the first 11 verses. Okay. If I could get a volunteer to read that, please. The first 11 verses? Yeah. Uh, yes. I can read that. 
Acts 22, verse 1 through 11. Brethren and fathers, hear my defense before you now. And when they heard that he spoke to them in the Hebrew language, they kept all the more silent. Then he said, I am indeed a Jew, a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city at the feet of Gamaliel, taught according to the strictness of our father's law, and was zealous toward God as you, are, you all are today. I persecuted this way to the death, binding and delivering into prison both men and women, as also the high priest bears me witness, and all the counsel of the elders from whom I also received letters to the brethren, and went to Damascus to bring in chains even those who were there to Jerusalem to be punished. Now it happened, as I journeyed and came near Damascus at about noon, suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. And those who were with me indeed saw the light and were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him who spoke to me. So I said, What shall I do, Lord? And the Lord said to me, Arise and go into Damascus, and there you will be told all things which are appointed for you to do. And since I could not see for the glory of that light, being led by the hand of those who were with me, I came into Damascus. Amen. So, so we see that there. He, in his defense, and he at this point is on trial for his life, he doesn't recount seeing the Lord in his uh, at the time where they are stoning Stephen. He recounts when it was personal to him, when he saw the Lord and what the Lord said and the Lord declaring himself to him, right? Yes. And you, you can find that exact same thing. And we'll, like I said, we'll go over it in Acts chapter 9. But it's also in Acts chapter 26, actually the you can read the first 23 verses where he again is on trial or still is on trial um, with King Agrippa and he is explaining the same thing to him. How, hey, this this was Christ and this is what he was saying to me. Um, but this also goes through with that personal relationship, right? Um, there is a the personal relationship with Christ, but also his apostleship, right? They are one and the same. And I'll say it for this reason, because what the Lord chose and selected him to do, right? Um, actually, let's look at Galatians, and I'll read the Galatians. It's in chapter 1, and I, I, it's really all of chapter 1, and I'll, I'll read that. It says, Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from God the Father our, and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you into the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. 
But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. And here is where it begins to discuss his apostleship. But I make known to you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached by me is not according to man. For I neither received it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former conduct in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God beyond measure and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. Now concerning the things which I write to you, indeed, before God, I do not lie. Afterward, I went to the regions of Syria and uh, Cilicia, excuse me, and I was unknown by face to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they were hearing only, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy, and they glorified God in me. So we see there a number of different things. That relationship that he had with his encounter with Christ. The conversion, the transformation in him could not be argued. But also, it just further proves Christ's plan and calling for his life as he has for each and every one of you. For Paul, it was immediately to go and preach the gospel. It didn't require any authority except from the Lord to go do it, right? Mm -hmm. Even the other apostles. It was three years before he presented himself to Peter or to the apostles, and it was Peter, and then James, the Lord's brother. He had already been doing the work, because the Lord had already commissioned him to go and to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 1 Corinthians 15, the first 11 verses. Can I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture as well? Daddy said the first 11 verses of 1 Corinthians 15? Yes, ma'am. I'll read it. All right, Layla. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen by Cephas, then by the twelve. After that, he was seen by over five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain to the present, but some have fallen asleep. 
After that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. Then last of all, he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, who am not worthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. Mm -hmm. So, he keeps sending the same message to everywhere, whether it's to the, you know, the Jews, right? To the Gentiles, right? Church of Corinth, Church of Galatia, uh, standing on trial before King Agrippa and with others, right? Yes. He mentions that, yes, he saw and encountered Christ. But it was always after he persecuted the church, mm-hmm. not prior to. Okay. So we were talking about seeds being planted, right? Now, so this is, of course, after Christ has ascended. So to me, as I sit here and as I sense, there was a seed that was planted to open up, I'll say, the opportunity for when Christ chose, as you were pointing out, honey, to reveal himself to, at the time, Saul, later or after the conversion, he became Paul, right? Yes. So that he would, uh, I'll say, be ready to receive or ready to hear. Because at the time, he was not. N- clearly, none of the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes were ready to receive even though they had heard, because what, what was Stefan doing in, in recounting the history? He was educating them and making it personal to them, right? He, he yes. educated them on their history as all of it relates to Jesus, the Christ, but then also making it personal to them and their role in receiving him and declaring who he is and coming in line with that, right? Yes. So just to, to, I'll say, to answer the questions and, you know, provide the scriptures that, like we said, we would do in the previous episode. So um, I want to do that. But So now at this time, I know we're, we're kind of close to over because that took a while. Um, we're coming up on time. But does anyone have anything else they want to share, any questions on any of that? Can I just ask you a clarifying question? Yes, brother. The seed that was planted, you're saying the seed was him witnessing the stoning? Was, so was Stefan saying, look, or he's, he, Stefan is, is declaring what he is saying or what he is seeing, observing. He said he looked up and looked into heaven, and, but he told them, look, I see this, right? Um, let me get back to that section of scripture. And the seed would also be every time the the apostles preached following Pentecost, they were preaching to this sect of Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. So every time the word of God goes forth, the word is a seed. It is the seed of God planted in our hearts. So we saw um, the Apostle Paul reference when it pleased God, which also means at the appointed time he came forth. But God was sowing seeds in his heart the whole time. He... Paul also told us he sat under Gamaliel, and we see Gamaliel talking. So if he sat under him, that means he probably would have been present 
in these encounters. So every time the Holy Spirit was through one of the apostles declaring the word of God to them, that seed being sown in Paul's or Saul at the time in his heart. So I, in, in total, I believe that's what he's referencing, the seed that was sown mm-hmm. to draw him to himself. Every time the word of God went forth, even if we don't know it's being sown uh, consciously, the word of God is still being sown. Exactly. Yeah, and, and thank you for clarifying that because I was drawing that, and, and there may be um, merit to this, but it's not what's written, right? There, this had to be a total contradiction to seeing somebody st- get stoned. I mean, here he is crying out, Lord, receive my spirit, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and those are the same <laughs> words the Messiah said on his. Yes, but I'm just cross. saying that had mm-hmm. to have been a pretty powerful seed in his mind as well, too, mm-hmm. that like. We're stoning this guy, and look at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's asking mm-hmm. the Lord to forgive us, vice the other way around. Right. I mean, so in his moment of his highest, uh, or at the beginning of his embracing of his own indignation to remain in his own delusion, right, because mm-hmm. he could have seen otherwise, um, his del- delusion of not wanting to see God and things, but wanting to hold to his interpretation of scriptures, which mm-hmm. Stefan was calling them out for, but that, that you keep mm-hmm. saying you got it, but history shows you don't. Right. 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 Saul's going, Saul's going, I paid all this money for this education sitting <laughs> under Gamaliel, and here you're going to come tell me something from somebody who's not educated. That, you know, that sounds very, um, you know, we can relate to that. You're uneducated. How dare you tell me that the earth is not being destroyed by Mm-hmm. We're not going to be living it without water or, you know what I mean? All of that, you know. Well, no more simply than what all of us do in our pride, right? I know that I'm right, so I don't need to consider what you're saying mm-hmm. instead of considering what they had to say. Instead of considering the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But also with the seed, there's the other part, right? What do the disciples, now apostles, constantly declare? We have seen these things. We have handled these. Or John writes his gospel, and he's like, yeah, but we handled him. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, right? But he became flesh, and he dwelt among us. And we, he's writing about things that, that he saw, not just, and not just observed, but interacted with, handled. So it's the same thing here, if you will, with Stefan. He's saying, look, I'm seeing this right now. I'm declaring to you things that, that are happening even as we're speaking. And, and that's, so you see that consistency throughout, uh, I'll say, all the apostles, all, everyone that is bearing witness of Christ. And, and even Paul later, he talks about the things that he has seen and heard and uh, you know, his interactions with the Lord. Both here and, you know, of course, as he writes later, being called up to the third heaven. And uh, so you just see that consistent pattern with the Lord and with the interactions. And um, there was another thing you, you brought up. When we're talking about consistency with the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, right? So we, we already saw the, well, I'll say it in this way. The Lord in, in Luke 11 talks about how this generation has, will, be, will be charged with the blood of all the prophets that have been shed since the foundation of the world, right? All the blood of Abel to Zechariah. So everyone that was declaring Christ, they were charged with. But you see the same thing, like, you know, we saw that fulfilled already in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But you see that same mindset continue 
with, I'll say, new prophets and new people that the Lord is sending. Like Stephan, it's the same mindset. He's telling them, this is what your fathers did. And then he makes it personal to them. And the same mindset, the same um, heart, if you will, where Cain rose up and killed Abel and all the other prophets killed by all these other people that were in opposition to the Lord still continues, which is, is pretty amazing and not in a good way. I mean, I just want to encourage everyone to, to search your heart before the Lord. Is it hard as stone against him or is it soft? And can you hear his voice? And it, if you find it's not as, as soft, as pliable as you would like, it's not your desire, you desire to go deeper with the Lord, then I'll, I'll just repent, allow him to help you clear those things out of your life that don't reflect him but are in fact in opposition to him. He, he's willing and able to do it. Are you willing and able to allow him to do that in and through you? and in your life. For those that desire to go deeper with Christ, you see this throughout Scripture, both Old and New Testament, there was a removal of those things from their lives. And it's no different today. I just want to encourage you to allow the Lord to, to do that, to just hand that over to Him, those burdens, those issues, those things that don't reflect His nature, character, and attributes that prevent him from being able to shine in and through you, where others see his glory in and through you, you and your life. Just hand it to him. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We thank you for your compassion and your goodness, Lord. We thank you for giving us a chance and an opportunity to come to you, Lord. Lord, we cast every burden, every care, every concern at your feet, Lord. And we rest easy knowing that you care for us, Lord. That you see our needs, Lord, and that you meet them and exceed them, Lord. And we thank you for who you are and who you've been to us, Lord, that you're a good God, that you are a good father to us, Lord, that you love us, Lord, you care for us, God. We thank you for your provision and your protection, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that you've given to us, Lord, to guide us into all truth and show us things to come. We thank you for the blood of your son, Lord, that it was shed abroad so that we could have remissions for our sins, God. We thank you for our partners and our listeners lord we thank you that you're keeping them and that you're blessing them lord we thank you for israel as our older brother and example lord and that we ask that you continue to bless them lord that you continue to exalt them god we thank you for the united states of america lord that you are protecting us lord that you're caring for us lord that you are drawing more men unto repentance and closer to you lord we thank you for deliverance, and we thank you for the victory that we have in your name, Lord, because of the blood of the Lamb and our testimony of how good you are, Lord, how faithful you are, Lord, how holy and righteous you are, God. We thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. 
We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.